Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Are we ready to rock? Yeah. I've got an itchy foot. Hello, all of party people! It's Daddy Flirty and Perishing! Sophie Lyons, Clara Kavner, London, United Kingdom. How y'all doing? <laughs> I can't stop Dirty itching flirty. my nose. <laughs> Dirty Flirty and Perishing is a current girly affairs podcast. We are serving up and spilling delicious tea all over you. Be it celebrity, <laughs> be it pop culture, be it arts and crafts who knows what we're going to talk about Politics. all we know is <laughs> all we know is we've got the goth and you've got the ears we've got spirit and we've got hay fever how about you <laughs> apparently it's as high as it it's been this year or something okay i believe that it is very annoying so we are going to start off this week like we always do with what we're loving and hating from the week j'adoring j'testing sophie what's up the Lido near me. A summer flop after a work day <laughs> is the piece de resistance. I've gone for several flops this week and I just belong in the water. You a little community swimming pool and Sophie. People say one. when I'm in there, I look like a seal. I do sort of my, just my <laughs> head. I love it. I encourage anyone to go out and find their Lido in London or even if you're at home in Dublin in the sea. It's mm. so rejuvenating. It puts you in such a better mood. And so much thinking time can be done in a pool. <laughs> yeah, you really, it's very good for the nervous system. I feel like it like recalibrates or re-jigs uh, things in one's noggin. The term freshen up, which I had as my test last week, but this is mm-hmm. refreshing. Oh, yes, yes. You don't go to freshen up. You go, you go, to, go to refresh. refresh. <laughs> That's my jador. Pure and simple, flop around. If you are stressed or anything, I honestly think having a good old dunk is should be top of your agenda, especially in this heat. Yes, a little cannonball into a community swimming pool. Yeah. And mm-hmm. also, there's so many people, like, if you're looking around, do you know what I mean? Like, for a date. I saw a couple on a date. I don't think I could do that as a first date. No, it's like, like, a, like they're on date. their second. I'd have to be pretty close to someone to go swimming with them. Oh my God, you're in your like bare nakedness. I just think kind of wading, yeah. And when you're getting changed back into, and you're like, you're definitely still a bit wet and you're trying to like hoist your jeans up. <laughs> Not for me. Um, that's mine, pure and simple. What is yours, Jador, is your test? If I said the actress's name, Natasha Leon, Leon, does that mean anything to you? She was in American Pie and she's in Orange is the New Black. Who's she in it? This new, she was in Russian Doll. Oh, you're one with the red hair. Red hair, raspy voice. Loopy. So just watched Poker Face, about three episodes. It's meant to be kind of like a modern day murder she wrote style of like, Ooh. oh, a murder's happened. And she has this like magical power that helps her like solve a crime. 
Anyway, I don't get her. I think she's really bad at acting. The whole time she was wearing this like wig and she's like, what can I do for you today, boss? I'm here to solve a crime. And it just drives me insane. Absolutely. I, I don't get the hype. I'm happy to fight people on the street about this, but I just think she is. Is there hype Everybody thinks she's like in her renaissance. Yeah, I do. I, I look, I'm all for people, especially women in Hollywood, you know, hitting success in their 40s. But what really pisses me off is the Sarah Jessica Parker effect where actors, executives produce projects that they're in and then they just can't help but make themselves appear as this like really lovable character. And I just feel like they puppeteer too much how good that they look in shows. And Natasha Leone, your raspy voice can't get you in everywhere. Like normally she has just like kind of like a raspy enough voice. But in this show, she's like one minute talking like she normally talks. And then like she turns into this like gerbil woman. And she's like, oh, yeah, I don't know what they think about this, but I I just want to solve all this crime and I know you're lying. It's like, shut up. Shut up. She's so really just. She's twisted. Tell me more. Her in Orange is the New Black scared me anyway. She made me very nervous. Like that, I loved that show, but I actually stopped watching it because I found it so graphic. Yeah, I just think she obviously has a good PR or whatever, but I just feel like she's not versatile. And then I was go, no, she's very typecast and playing like the same thing. And her hair, honestly, just gets like bigger and bigger and mat- more matted. Like it's really distracting. And then it's like you know you're saying about like Daisy Jones and the Six. And the fashion influence that has. And like, look at the Barbie movie and everyone's wearing pink now, which is great. But this poker face show, it's like big trucker hats, massive like 70s kind of style sunglasses. It's like it's trying to tick all the boxes of to be this like big influential show. The show itself is crap. And then, you know, when you're like going and you look on reviews to be like, I need to be proven right here. Like the Guardian gave it like four out of five stars. I'm going to watch it now. It's really highly rated on rotten tomatoes it's told the show is just really bad because they tell you the crime and then you watch her figure it out so you know the ending and it's that over and over again the first episode's really good that should just be a movie oh i'm gonna watch it just because it's murders she's like she is she's like wild yeah she's great she's is she driving me up the bleeding wall because i never watched orange is the new black or i never watched russian doll so what do I know? But the last thing I remember, she was very charming in American Pie. Very charming. I didn't even know she, I don't but think like I've seen she, that movie. Okay, before we move on to the meaty part of our discussion, Sophie, I've got some breaking ancient news. <laughs> 3,000 years in the making. 3,000? Yes. So I was doing research for... um this week's episode and I happened upon this article there's this award-winning Egyptologist now after going to Egypt in April I consider myself an Egyptologist slash a peer of this woman Sophia Aziz she she's, she is a, an award-winning independent researcher okay and she is like she's known for her like unique take on things okay so you know our blessed King Tutankhamun <laughs> duh she 
has a theory. So everybody thought, like, there's no way to know he re- how he really died, but she has a new theory on how he died. So it was either incest, how he died, because uh, he was, I don't know, his auntie was his mum or whatever, or murder, or he had this leg wound and he died by, like, malaria. They're the kind of general death theories of King Tut. But <laughs> now this woman, Sophia Aziz, 3,000 years later, thinks that King Tut was killed by a drink-driving chariot crash. That is so camp. Exactly. So apparently a joyride that went awry and she thinks that he hurt his leg from the joyride and uh, it got infected and which led to his slow and painful death. So the boy king is believed to have died in the aftermath of a high-speed chariot accident while boozed up on wine. She tells all of this to BBC Serious Focus in their most recent episode. So in the Egyptian, like in the, in the tomb, what's left is their possessions. But that is also a clue. So because there was also fruit left in the, in the tomb, that means that it's like a medical reason. So that's why they think that he was like he had a leg wound and he died. But Sophia thinks that because there's so many, there's six chariots were left in his tomb, a load of armor and a big stash of wine. Her theory is that he rode chariots and drank wine like a warrior king. So he's just a regular teen kind of drink driving to an extent. Sorry, he was drink driving. He was drink driving, yeah. He was joyriding. That's kind of like a teen drama circa minus (laughs) a thousand AD or BC. It's like a One Tree Hill. It's the first episode of One Tree Hill. You know when they take the school bus? Yeah, and if this privilege, yeah, well, Pyramid Hill, Pyramid Hill, that's fascinating. Love her. I love when they bring up a new theory from dinosaur years. I know, yeah, <laughs> so good. Let me come on to my main topic. Now, I know we've been covering stuff like Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby and, you know, it is kind of a a sensitive-ish topic. I couldn't take my eyes off a news story I saw yesterday. (laughs) And it's something that Uh I love reading about. When something comes up on this topic, I need to know all the detail. Spare nothing. I want to know everything (laughs) that was involved. And this week, I will be discussing Northwest's 10th birthday party. (laughs) Have you seen the content? (laughs) No, because I knew you were going to talk about it. So I I would prefer you to just tell me. Great. So she's always had great birthday parties, obviously. They Mm -hmm. they seem to go all out. I, I think any sort of devout Kardashian viewer will know they bring... Mindy Weiss in for the party planning. And I Uh wouldn't be surprised if Mindy Weiss uh, was involved in this. The budget for this, I actually don't even know what it would be. (laughs) So it was, the dress code was all pink, right? All pink. So they got a party bus from home. All like, and the few of the mums, so like Courtney was there, Kim was there. In pink matching pajamas, adorned with the wearer's name in Diamante Pink. On the pocket. So it had like Kim, North, Courtney, etc. So they got picked up in a party bus. Went like kind of took a cruise around town. 
And then I think I sent it to you, just a little clip of North on the party bus with all her friends. Mm-hmm. And she's going 90, like she's fully like in the zone and stuff. And a <laughs> yeah. few of the girls are sitting down being like, okay. And North kind of... I'm between, yeah. Yeah, North kind of smacks the face of one girl and then moves to the next and does it again. <laughs> And I pointed out to you that the second girl was Jessica Simpson's child. Maxwell, I think is her name. Crazy! I know, they're really good friends. I mean, that started it off. Then they went to Nobu in Malibu. And there's all these pictures. What? Yeah. There's all these pictures of like 12 girls and a few of the mums going into this restaurant in their pajamas. I know. So then they also had slippers on, pink slippers. Upon uh, further investigation, I noticed it was actually a shared party. With someone called Ava, who I haven't been able to figure out who Ava is. But Ava, it was also her birthday, but it seemed like it was all about North. And then they went to Nobu and then they went back to the Beverly Hills Hotel. They had a sleepover. What? Correct. They had a sleepover with these beds with personalized teepees, all pink. Um, And in the teepees, they also had like gift bags, personalized gift bags, all with merch in it. Uh, food served at this party was a cheese board, chocolate strawberries, macaroons, signature mocktails. And then they stayed. I want this birthday party. I know. I know. And then they stayed at the Beverly Hills Hotel. There was also a shoe wall. You know the way some people have like a donut wall? She had a shoe wall. Then. Could you pick from the shoe wall? Oh, I'm sure you could. Well, you definitely got a few pairs of shoes. Yeah. The merch alone. And then. Oh my God. Oh, I know. There was a four-tiered silver cake adorned with, with pearls as their cake. And then the next morning, they had a beauty brunch with some cake and tea and gift bags. And then they had, you know, you want Anastasia, who's that eyebrow guru. Yeah. Anastasia Beverly Hills. They had a personal makeup. Cosmetics. Yes. They had a personal makeup tutorial from Anastasia and got all these bags filled with her products. I can't even take in all of this. How good does that sound? But you know the way, like, like say now, I know from, like, friends who have kids or, like, cousins and things like that, the kids in my life, birthday parties have gone very democratic in the sense that, like, everybody's invited, you know, so nobody's left out. Oh, and it's nice. usually, like, so they kind of babysit your kids every Saturday or whatever. And then it'll eventually be your turn. I heard the standard is now sky high for all the other kids in her class. Because she used to do a joint birthday with Penelope. <laughs> Not this time. I was just kind of going back into the archive oh, no. of what they've done before. Is so there she a did. rift? Is there a few? Probably. They're so different. Like North is so rambunctious from what I can tell. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> they did a themed one before and it was a mermaid theme. Oh, it was amazing. Ooh. So I'd look that up if you just need a flashback to anyone listening. I'd look that up if you need this. But I just, th- and they also did like a Candyland themed party. Also, North last year did Camp North. They took a private jet to somewhere within the woods and they did like zip lining and wakeboarding. And then they had the beds, like it looked like individual mini tents again. There was teepees and it was called Camp North. What, how old is... So this most recent one is her 10th birthday party. Oh my God. And I, how old is Penelope? Maybe she's like, oh, you're younger than me. No, Penelope's older. She's like seven months, I'd oh. say, or something. They're the same year, but she's older. Oh. She seems a bit more sort of subdued. Yeah. <laughs> I think the birthday parties need to go back to this sort of glam pizzazz should you have the budget. Yeah. That just like looking at that um, 
the video of them all dancing in the party bus in the pajamas. That gave me like a visceral flashback to when you used to go to those sleepovers or wakeovers, as my mom used to call them, because you just wouldn't go to sleep all night and you come back absolutely wrecked. <laughs> but it just reminded me so much of that because Jessica Simpson's daughter, who didn't want to get involved, there's that so like, you know, all like girls at that age, they're like just about to hit puberty. And it's like everybody's really uncomfortable with how their body is growing. And some people are weirdly comfortable with it, like North and other people just want to sit down and like stop with all the like cameras. They can't take it all in. Like it's, I felt like such a oh, wait, don't flashback. Take the, don't take the shine out of it. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, I don't mean to do that. I just meant like, it just reminded me. It's a very of, fragile like, we used to act When we were that age. A state, yeah. And it was just like, oh my God. Now, at least these girls have like fucking Michelin star meals and like seven star hotels to go to, to enjoy their prepubescent life. I would like to do that on a holiday or I'd love to do that now with my friends now because you know at that age I suppose ten's a bit young but you know girls start getting bitchy maybe around the 12 13 mark and stuff starts to get a bit hormonal yeah yeah I suppose because then people start liking boys and I don't know what it is I think it's just a weird age but like I would love to do that now with my friends yes this is wasted on a 10 year old like if you because they won't fr- remember, but also like as in your friends at that age are like probably don't have that much in common with them once you reach a certain age. Like, wouldn't it be so fun to have a pink pajama party with all your pals now? Yes, and it's like with it, macaroons. Yeah, because it would be elegant <laughs> and innocent and comfortable. Like, I wonder were they bitching in the teepees? Let's not make it dark. I don't want to do that, but it's something I could do a thesis on. Oh my god! Side that note, is fantastic. Side note. Kanye West also had his 46th birthday party during the week and it has come under fire because sushi was being served on women's bodies. So there was a woman and Mm. North was at it. So there was a woman lying on the table um, and you can look it up. There's photos and videos of it. And there's like a tray of sushi between her legs. There's like sushi. I think she's wearing a bikini top and underwear from what I can see. There's like, it's laid across like her boobs and her like pelvis. That's like Um, in Sex and City. It is very an era of, of Samantha. Obviously, people were up in arms. They were saying it's misogynistic to use wi- a woman as a plate. But then the other side of it was that people yeah. were saying that potentially he was just taking part in a Japanese practice called neotamori, which is when oh. sashimi or sushi is served from the naked body of a woman, quite literally. Oh, I don't think so that's what he's in doing. more ancient news. <laughs> yeah. No. And models in this case are not naked for sanitation reasons. They wear nude bikinis and the food is placed on banana leaves and their body is a tabletop. Ah, okay. I was going to think like, how clean would you have to be? You'd have to be like sanitized. It looked like the weirdest birthday party. It was in like a gallery space and he was playing his own music. Oh. The end. I need documentation of every year what North North does for her birthday party. He, yeah, he needs to take a leaf out of uh, Northwest book. He doesn't have enough girlies. Or then I was kind of like, went down a bit of a rabbit hole, like Harper or Beckham had some good ones. Oh, yeah? She went to Buckingham Palace for one. Oh, for God's sake. No and apparently way. there was uproar. I was like, just leave her alone. She's in like a princess costume. <laughs> and I think one of the Eugenies is there. <laughs> Stop. 
What's it called? Oh my god. What's the Eugenie and Beatrice. Beatrice. One of those was there. Stop. Yeah. I want to do that for my next birthday. My best birthday party was like the fun factory. <laughs> With the, the Teddy's fun ice cream after. Factory. What was mine? I had some really <laughs> fab ones. Mum and Dad used to do a treasure hunt. <gasps> but like that was kind of more Sophie's era. I used to kind of help or like find lost children. I, I that was more of a working party for me. <laughs> I just had to put my can on my nose because it's itching so much. Oh, my nose is so Sorry, itchy. I'm so aware I'm itching it so much. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Anyway, sorry, Clara. <laughs> After my hard-hitting headline, please <laughs> tell me about yours. Okay, so it was announced on Valentine's Day that Pharrell Williams was taking over as creative director of Louis Vuitton menswear. Yes. So the photos have just been released and it's this amazing picture of Rihanna. Oh. Bump out, Louis Vuitton bags on and it's kind of a coffee in one hand. You know, she's just living her best life. Oh, she does. And she's, she's in this really cool, like almost pixelated black leather shirt, jacket, shacket, if you will. Oh. His line will be debuting at Men's Paris Fashion Week over just over the weekend. Firstly, when I first saw this picture, I just thought, fuck, that fetus has achieved more in its life than I have in mine. And it's not even born yet. That was a bit depressing. <laughs> but aside from that, it got me thinking about celebrity creative designers. So this term has been like bandied around a lot in the last few years. In the most recent episodes of Keeping Up With The Kardashians, Kim was creative designing that uh, D&G thing. I was just about to say. Yeah. Then last year, was it last summer? Kate Moss was announced as as the creative director of Diet Coke. Huh? With like little to no experience in the business world. You have like Molly May Haig getting paid £400,000 a month to be a creative director of prettylittlething.com. Kendall Jenner is creative director of this luxury e-tailer called Forward. I or never FW4D. understand I what that is. It looks really like Net-a-Porter. Net-a-Porter. Celebrities becoming creative designers has been kind of been going on since... 2010. Do you remember Lady Gaga becoming a creative designer for Polaroid? Do you remember that? Lady Gaga was the creative director of Polaroid. In 2010. And they said that they were launching a pair of sunglasses because, you know, they always used to wear those sunglasses that could take photos almost like your eyes. But then they got in trouble because they didn't create that product and basically were lying. (laughs) Then in 2013, Alicia Keys 
was creative director of Blackberry. What does she do, got what to do with the creative this. design? Is is it because the Blackberry kind of looks a bit like a piano or like a mini piano? Is that know. not just though a bit of a pure? It's like a brand ambassador, no? So it's a one up from a brand ambassador. I'll, I'll get to that in a minute, right? So then there was also Justin Timberlake was creative director and it all went in with his like album remember that suit and tie song with bud light platinum so they were like using his the like creative output of his album as like an influence for bud light platinum and then get this in 2017 reese witherspoon was storyteller in chief of elizabeth arden what does that mean exactly what does that mean storyteller in chief in chief (laughs) like Oh my god, and then this one I think makes loads. The more recent one makes loads of sense. Cardi B in twenty twenty one, she still is creative director of Playboy, and it was all to launch their OnlyFans esque platform called uh, Centerfold. This is bizarre, bizarre. So, uh, like as you were saying, like it's really like, is this not just them being brand ambassadors? Yeah, it is. No. People are now like so, as we know, like so ad savvy, that old style of like advertising, like Britney Spears drinking a Pepsi or like um, Brooke Shields in the Calvin Klein's. That doesn't work when um, the internet. Yeah. Yes. That that spokesperson spokesperson style doesn't really work anymore. No. And people can kind of, yeah, people can see through the deception and then it kind of evolved into the brand ambassadors. But then you have like, say, the Kardashians advertising like a skinny tea when they have like personal chefs and personal trainers and they probably never even tried the tea. So like people were... Or do you remember the waist trainers that they did? Oh, yeah. The waist trainer era. Oh, okay. (laughs) Exactly. So I think now what's happening is the creative director role is actually just an enhanced version of the brand ambassador role. Like people want to know that the celebrity is like, not only are they endorsing this product, but they're like going into seeing how it's built, that they really believe in it. Like, it's not just like, hey, I'm ex-celebrity promoting, try this ex-brand. I think what they're doing with it is they're saying, if a celebrity was a, a spokesperson like a Britney Spears, Mm-mm. They have the product and all the marketing and everything decided and they put a person in it. Whereas this yeah. is turning, is flipping it upside down and saying the celebrity is coming in and deciding what's fed from the brand. So it's like if you like mm, the celebrity, exactly. it's all their creative juices flowing out of this brand via products. Yeah. And you're almost the celebrity's like influence or like following is being bought by that brand. You're yeah, they're buying your audience and they're buying your influence. And like I was looking into like so Kendall Jenner actually with this forward FWRD brand, she actually has now I doubt she's like adhering to any kind of deadlines, but she actually has quite a wide ranging responsibilities. Like it's quite extensive. She has to look after or like she has to have a say over the look and feel of the site. I had a look at it. It's pretty boring, just like our dear Kendall. And um, she <laughs> she curates the brands. She has to come up with like marketing ideas. You're saying and she, activations. she has to. That's not. she. Well, like that's part of her remit. But and then look after team, like she has to do. That's a team coming yes, up with stuff I, and her going, ex- yeah, cool. Sign off, sign off, sign off. But like the sign trends. She do, there, she's not going to say no. <laughs> 
exactly when they're giving her that big paycheck but that's how they this brand is making us believe that she is creatively involved in this like it's way more than just like the spokesperson role has now evolved into like this and like molly may haig apparently is like well she's designing collections which i'm she seems to be involved in that help choosing the ambassadors and input into like creative campaigns oh and also sorry will i am remember him yeah black ip's fame so he's creative director of intel in 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 israel he even received a company badge and he pledged to do 60 days in the office that doesn't surprise me on it so you have that little worker bee and then you have like, what the hell is Kate Moss going to do with like no branding experience? Well, do you remember her whole thing with Topshop? She was like one of the first people to do like a line with a retailer like that. Yeah, true. But like what's like Mark Jacobs was creative, creative director for Diet Coke and he like designer visual. But I don't really think it kind of just seems like they were celebrating 40 years of Diet Coke and here we go, Kate Moss. But in saying all that, right, it really works. Um, when Kendall Jenner was announced as the, as the forward creative director, they were like sky high in Google Trends for like weeks and weeks and weeks. When Rihanna was creative director over Puma trainers, they sold out in 35 minutes. Look at Beyonce and her Ivy Park Adidas creative oh. combination. So like it does work. It can be really tokenistic, i.e. Kate Moss and transparent. Like that makes no sense. It can also be viewed as like another way to deceive the consumer. But it does actually really work. But also in saying that just as for the creative directors, like all of them are out of it. That's a job. I looked it up. You get about 80k a year as creative director, if not more. But now your role has completely evolved and changed. And they're now going with someone with more influence, but no skills. So like the traditional role of creative directors for these big brands are just getting you're just getting ousted by a celeb it's all semantics isn't it titles and all that mm. yeah yeah you'd hope you know like um is it subway instead of saying sandwich maker they say sandwich technician oh god it's that kind of stuff <laughs> like it's all like if you go to different companies even if i do marketing if you go to different yeah. companies what they call one thing in one place is completely different in another place and levels like sometimes an executive is high and sometimes yeah. bottom it just it literally is all wording. jargon it's <laughs> it's all codswap all a bit of I was yak trying to think of it for ages it's codswap <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah so i'd say with though pharrell and his louis vuitton thing that does seem like he's quite involved or you know oh, he's, he's designed him. lines before he wouldn't do that it does seem yeah but i do feel like god he's skin like butter doesn't he i love him mm. Chador. it's fantastic so yeah i just think the days of brand ambassadors are now like i just feel like every celeb is going to be a creative director now instead of a working with brands i don't know it just seems a bit like what are you actually really doing say with the cardi b playboy centerfold platform like cardi b arguably became famous through only fans and like she was really sex positive about it and like you know really gave only fans it's kind of global fame so like why wouldn't playboy jump on that and go let's take the woman who basically invented gave only fans its name and have her like launch our product and then make everybody think that it's cardi b's idea it's like no it's just you have a good product you've got a good ambassador and you can pay them bajillions 
Christ, that's fascinating. I need to look that up. That's something to contemplate now over your e- mid-evening flop. Oh my God, what a flop o'clock. Cardi B. Like James would be like, what are you thinking about? You look deep in thought. I do so much thinking in the pool. Um, that was but really anyway, interesting. There you go. Thank you. A deep dive. So I'm looking. So by the time this pod comes out, Pharrell's line, we'll all know what it looks like. So it'd be interesting to see what he's created. And he's doing menswear, but he has Rihanna as the model. See, constantly flipping the script. We were uh, sorry. We were. I was watching Real Housewives, and one of the women says she like sometimes kisses women, and they were like, "You're gender fluid, gender fluid." And then Andy Cohen <laughs> is like, "It's not gender fluid." Like, that's not what that means. He was like, that's not what that means. <laughs> and they're like, whatever. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much for listening to us this week on TFNP. We hope you enjoyed the episode. We hope you are swooning all over Rihanna's beautiful pictures. You are enjoying the weather. You can get for a local swim. We hope you have looked at some of North's birthday party videos and got some inspiration for your next big day. I'd love to do this. It. It, she basically had a hen. She did. Now, before we go, so do you have a reco for us? What I do. would you that like I to do. share with us? I don't know how old this movie is. I think it's maybe in the last <laughs> five years. I just watched it last night. Wow. It's called Book Club. It's Jane Fonda. Enid from Sex and the City, Diane Keating, and your yes. one who's in Step Brothers, the mum. Yes. <laughs> it's so The mum. I sorry, I've seen an ad for this. Is it what channel is it on? Amazon Prime, I think. It's it feels like a Nancy Myers type of movie. Kind of like Oh What's it called? Do they go the to like Italy or somewhere? That's the second one that I think only came out recently, but this is the first one, so you need to be the second one now. It's such a nice watch. Is oh, it's so nice, and it's like set in like California or something. It's lovely. Oh, a real warm watch. That's nice on like a Sunday evening. Yeah, and like a bit tear jerky near the end. Lovely. Oh, yeah. Did you say it was Jane Fonda? Jane Fonda, yeah. You know she's in like her eighties. Oh, I know. I know. Looking fierce. I did her celebrity memoir book club recently. Oh yeah, it's very good. Yeah, tough life. Very good though. Really? Oh, I must listen to it. Thank you so much, Sophie. Thank you so okay. much, sweet TF and Peer. We'll chat to you next week. You can follow us on Inst- <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram at South underscore Lions and at Classy Cabana in the meantime. We hope to share some delicious memes and funny things with you in the me in the meantime. In the meantime. Oh god. <laughs> and for more ancient breaking news. I can't wait be sure to, to stay tuned. <laughs> I hope my hay fever's gone by the next episode. Yeah, we wish you no hay fever and lots of Puritan. Have a good day slash good evening slash good week. Cheerio. Good morning, good evening and good night. What's that? A Truman Show. Oh. (laughs)